This podcast is not to be used as medical advice or medical education. If you are experiencing pain, discomfort, or any other medical or physical ailment, please consult a licensed medical doctor or physical therapist. This is the strategy of fitness. Hey, this is Dan Gorin from the Strategy of Fitness Podcast. We'd like to thank you for all of your support. And if you love the podcast, please recommend to a friend. Find the Strategy of Fitness on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play. Please like, subscribe, follow, and leave a review if you can. On Instagram, we are at the Strategy of Fitness. And we also give you the best gym songs every week. The Strategy of Fitness official hitters playlist on Spotify and Apple Music. Welcome back to episode 41 of the Strategy of Fitness podcast. My name is Nick Cressy, joined weekly by Dan Gorin and Rob Rowland. This week, special guest, former Navy SEAL, current professional MMA fighter, Mitch Aguilar. What's going on, Mitch? Hey, how you doing? Doing well, man. Thanks for taking a few minutes. Dan, Rob, what's going on, boys? Nothing, man. I'm uh, just cracked open a, a beer, and I'm very excited to talk to Mitch, one of the most impressive, and judging by our little pre-conversation, one of the more humble humble dudes around. Rob, how are you doing? Doing well. I was checking out one of Mitch's fights last night, so uh, I'm glad we're doing this through the, these digital means in case he gets upset. Like I know I at least have a couple hundred miles between us where he can't get his hands on me. <laughs> yeah, awesome, boys. So as we do weekly, let's go around the room. Dan, kick us off. Any Anything good worth mentioning in the gym? I know we're slowly but surely getting back to normal, hitting the CrossFit gym more and more often. Anything jump out to you this week? Yeah, so a couple things. I'm going to forget about him if I don't mention him now, but we have a listener, Logan, I think McElfish, is that how you pronounce his name, Nick? I don't know, probably. Yeah, well, whatever. That dude's a badass. He's been posting us and tagging us a bunch of stuff, and it's kind of the cool organic growth that we've been really wanting to see from this podcast, and he is doing a great job in the gym and, and hitting us up, so really appreciate that type of content. Really inspiring to all of us, I think, to see people out there getting after it and tagging Strategy of Fitness, so I love that stuff, so I wanted to give him a quick shout. And then I hit on Wednesday, last Wednesday, Wednesday was a big workout, five rounds for time, 10 power cleans, 10 squat cleans, 10 shoulder to overhead. I did that at 135 pounds in just over, I think, 22 minutes and seven seconds, so that's a lot of reps. That's 150 reps total. And for time, which is is just stupid, and I felt absolutely awful afterwards, but it was a really good workout. And then our buddy, a good friend of the pod, Alex King, tried out at 95, did great with that and finished up. And and Alex has a tougher setup because he's in New York City. He can't be dropping barbells, so that eccentric uh, catches up on you. So good on you, Alex. Good job, and good job on our listeners out there. You guys are killing it. Rob, what about you, man? I know you're crushing the bike erg recently. Yeah, only one I'll talk about is you gave me that workout that Cly gave you. That's like the the combo of hitting like uh, 4K in the bike and then running a mile. So I've been doing like variations of that almost every weekend is like my recovery cardio. I'm doing it like partnered up with the wife. So we get like some workouts in together. Like I run, she bikes and then switch off whenever the person gets back from their run. Big fan of that workout. So sh- shout out to your boy Clyde on that one. Yeah, Chris Clyde's always coming up with some good stuff. This week, I don't have anything that really jumps out to me. You know, I was I was very proud of the of the push jerk the other day, three twenty five 
basically a territory I haven't been messing around with before in my life. So slowly but surely, like I told you guys, like the shoulder strength's there. I could probably use a little leg strength, but you know, what can you do? Beggars can't be choosers. So I'll, I'll keep working the strength and, and the weaknesses, I guess. Mitch, what'd you get into this week in the gym? Anything special? For, from our preliminary conversations, I'm not sure. Sorry, uh, sorry, my girlfriend just walked in the door. My dogs are going nuts. What's your dog's name, by the way? I have three dogs. One of them's name is Harley. The other one is Max. And the other one is Juan. Cool, man. So look, how was the week in the gym? Before we got on here, you said, you know, we might not be too impressed with what you did in the gym, but hit us with it. So, so far, it's just been a chest day and a back day. And yeah, I really, I really, honestly, I, I don't like working out. I never have. I just do it just, you know, because I know I need to, need to. but yeah. And, uh, I, I don't ever really follow any programs or anything like that. I just kind of do my own thing. And I, I typically do maybe like five or six different variations of a workout and I'll do four sets of 25. So typically a hundred reps of everything that I do. So I do a lot of volume and, you know, body weight stuff. And, you know, I don't, I don't typically go too heavy on, on my lifts. Just in the past, I, I have like, you know, I get in these like little spurts of like two months or three months where I'll, you know, really enjoy the gym and I'll want to go and then something will kind of throw my routine off. And then I, I just get out of it and I'm like, that eh, <laughs> I don't really, I don't, I don't really like uh, working out all that, all that much. And, and I'll coast for a while and then, and then I'll get like disgusted with myself and then go back. <laughs> so did, did you look at working out for yourself? You know, you've had some great accomplishments in both the MMA world and, and with your military background. Do you working, look at view fitness as a means to an end versus less so almost enjoying the journey a little bit. It's almost like you have a goal and it kind of helps you to your goal, but you don't love, you're not a gym rat. Is that, is that kind of what I'm getting here? I'm certainly not a gym rat. And I I definitely, I like having a carrot dangling out in front of me. You know, I I like having some challenge or something like that. I know that I, I need to train for or whatever. And that, that helps not motivate me so much, but at least just helps keep me disciplined. You know, I'm very, very rarely motivated, to be honest. And like I said, I mean, I'm probably like the worst guest you'll ever have. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, it's it's fun. It's, it's funny to hear different perspectives. And look, I mean, you may be downplaying a little bit because I think we're going to get into it in, in a few minutes here, but obviously you were a SEAL. And, and to be a, a professional fighter, you're, you're clearly motivated more than you're letting on, right? And, and not really, man. You know, that, that martial arts is what made me work out more. Mm-hmm. You know, even when I, when I became a, you know, when I became a SEAL and I had, had to go through BUDS, I went right out of high school and I never worked out in high school. I, the, you know, other than just playing sports competitively and, you know, I've always been real competitive, and, but I've always gotten my exercise actually doing the sport. I never, I never worked out. I never lifted weights. I never, you know, did anything other than just try to be better at the sports that I was doing. And, you know, I was pretty athletic, I would say pretty good athlete in everything I did. And then, you know, I, I didn't even know that I had to go to buds when I signed up for, for 
the seals and you know, I didn't know anything about the seals and, and I, I didn't want to join the military either. I just kind of last minute randomly was like, okay, I'll, I'll join the Navy and, you know, fresh out of high school, you say? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fresh and, out of high uh, school. And were you on the swim team or something? No, no. My, <laughs> actually my PST dive motivator literally taught me how to do the combat side stroke the day before my PST. Good God. <laughs> what year was that? That was in 2007. Wow. Good God, man. <laughs> yeah. So like I said, man, not, not your average story, I guess. I, I just, I literally was just bored and decided to, you know, I, I was living in Ohio at the time. I'd, I'd gone there for the last two years of my high school when I lived with my mom out there. She was married to my stepdad who was from there. And so I was out there for my last two years of high school. And I hated Ohio, and I'm pretty sure everyone hates Ohio. By the yeah, way, right? I've never it's met anyone that likes. I don't want to. I don't want to disparage the good the good people of Ohio, but I have like never heard a positive thing about it. And maybe it was Ohio that got you to join the Navy. You just want to get out. I mean, yeah, everything happens for a reason, I guess. But yeah, because I, I, I never I never intended on joining the military, you know. And it, the funny part was all my friends in high school were wanting to join the military and they were like, yeah, let's join the, let's join the military. Let's do the buddy program, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, nah, that's, that's not for me, man. You guys have fun with that. My dad always wanted me to join the military and growing up, he, him and my mom were both in the Navy and he was a combat cameraman attached with the SEAL teams. And, you know, but I still had, I had no interest in any of that growing up and, you know, Every time he pushed that on me, I was just like, nah, no thanks. I'm I'm good. <laughs> and I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I, I I didn't want to join the military. But anyway, like I said, I, I was just kind of bored. I was in Ohio. I didn't want to be there. And I was just like, eh, you know, whatever. It's only a couple of years and, you know, maybe I'll go see something cool. I don't know. So I just joined and and my recruiter was like, well, you look like you're in good shape. You want to be a SEAL? And I was like, sure. You know, my mom was like, yeah, they're like the rock stars of the military. And, you know, if if you were if you were going to join the military, I I would see you being a SEAL. I'm like, "Okay, sign me up. And then my dad was like, you know, I was like, hey, dad, I joined the Navy. I'm going to be a SEAL. And he's like, do you have any idea what you signed up for? (laughs) Not really. No. Then he got me the Buds documentary, the two, three, four video or whatever. And yeah. You know, to be honest, I, once I signed up, you know, like I, I looked up Navy SEALs, the movie and with Charlie Charlie Sheen, Sheen, baby. And I thought like, I literally watched that and was like, wow, I guess I'm going to be this, these guys, you know, sneaky, whatever badasses. And (laughs) that was, I don't know. I, I had no idea what I was getting into when I watched the documentary on buds. I was like, ah, damn. That looks like it's going to suck. <laughs> that looks yeah. different than the movie. Yeah. You know, my dad was like, so you think you can, you got what it takes? And I was like, well, yeah. I mean, just because I'm competitive, you know, and I was like, yeah, I can do anything, you know. I was a bit, maybe a bit cocky at the time. So I just signed up. I had never run further than a mile. I was, you know, when I, I saw that they were running four miles in the sand with boots and everything, I was just like, why in the hell would anyone run that far? That's crazy. Yeah, it was definitely kind of like drinking from a fire hose, you know. But like I said, I'm super competitive and, 
you know, I just went in there with the mindset of, you know, I've, I've already told my friends and family that this is what I'm going to do. And, you know, I would basically rather die than be a pussy. So <laughs> I love <laughs> it. It seems like the, the whole like buds and everything is so popularized. Now there's like a million training programs out there for like guys that are thinking about getting into the teams. Like what, what is your perspective on that? Or what was like, what would you tell these kids that are, that are, looking at these programs, is it total bullshit? Is it total mindset thing? Or is your perspective on that like changed at all? Yeah. I mean, I get, I get asked that all the time. You know, my, my response is always the same to them and it's don't be a pussy. And, you know, I think, and, and in part it's kind of me just dismissing it because, you know, you, you can prepare all you want in my opinion, and, you know, you can be the fastest runner, the fastest swimmer, do push-ups, all, you know, whatever. But there, BUDS is not designed for you to, you know, win. It's designed for you to endure and it's designed f- to suck and weed out the weak, you know. And they do it through physical training, you know, but it's a mental game. They just use the physical to bring you to that point. But, you know, everyone has a weakness somewhere. You're either... If it's not running, maybe it's swimming or the obstacle course or the cold or, you know, like just doing push-ups until you can't do push-ups anymore and they're demanding more. You know, it's, it's, it comes to that. It, everyone will hit a wall sooner or later at some point, you know, and then it's what are you going to do once you're there? You know, so my experience, you know, was one of... I was at that point pretty quick because I basically didn't prepare at all for it. But my mindset was already made up, you know, that no matter what, I was not going to quit. You know, I would rather die than be a pussy and that I meant it. You know, so when people ask me, you know, what what's this or that, whatever, I'm like, you know, don't be a pussy. That's my advice. And that's legitimately my advice you know but there's nothing wrong with preparing but i think that some people think that they're going to prepare enough well enough to beat or you know or win buds or whatever and and essentially you will you can graduate or whatever but that's their their mind is in the wrong place in my opinion and if you're scared of if you're scared of the adversity if you're scared of the physical shit that's going to happen to you, you're, you're already destined for failure in my opinion. So, you know, prepare as best you can. There's nothing wrong with that, but, you know, go into it knowing that it's going to suck. It's going to be extremely hard and you should want it to be that way. You know, I tell people that too. Like I kind of enjoyed the fact that, you know, everyone was talking about how fucking hard this, this, this is, and this was, and, you know, it's this mythical, like almost kind of training that, you know, everybody just reveres and looks at like it's impossible or, you know what I mean? Or nearly impossible or not many people do it. And that's what makes it special. So, you know, when I was there, I, I think my competitiveness more than anything helped me, you know, just when I would see people around me, 
I'm like, you know, that guy's not better than me. You know, this guy's not better than I am. You know what? If he's still here, I, I can do this too. If you can do it, I can do it. And you know, I'm, I might not be the best at this or that, but I'm not going to give up and I'm not going to quit and I'm going to give it my all and I'm going to try to beat you. And, you know, and when I would see people quit, it really motivated me because I'm like, damn, I'm still here. Like I'm, I'm winning. I beat that guy, you know? And so that, that kind of is how my mindset worked or how I approached it. So that's kind of just what I, you know, my, my best advice in a quick fashion is, or, you know, statement is just don't be a pussy. <laughs> I can't stop laughing at that. I mean, your competitiveness and your confidence kind of blend together when, when you get to a pipeline like that. It's interesting. I, I think anyone listening to this that doesn't at least have a basic understanding that you, you are probably an anomaly. Like you have to train to a certain extent because especially now PST scores, we're not going to get into big time Navy recruiting here, but PST scores are so ultra competitive. You just must've been well, a freak out. Like I had me. good PT scores too. No, I'm sure I you did. You, you, yeah. You, you clearly, you clearly were a little bit more athletically gifted than the average person because most people aren't qualifying for a buds contract, you know, rolling out of bed at 18. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> You know, what man, sports did you play? What sports did you play in high school? That you, you talk about competitiveness. Like, did, were you a wrestler? What did you, what did you play? No, I wish I wrestled, man. Now you know. Now being a pro fighter, I I I, I wish I would have wrestled. But now I played football, basketball, lacrosse. But my favorite sport by far was dodgeball. Yeah, dodgeball's great. Dodgeball's Bring great it until it got banned in our school because the the coaches kept hitting the kids in the face. Um, oh yeah, I yeah. I drill people in the face. That, yeah, dodgeball is by far my favorite competitive sport. You know, I used to be on several different teams and leagues and traveling leagues and everything, and I still play whenever I can. And uh, <laughs> I mean, people think it's funny, but I, I take dodgeball very seriously. <laughs> it's funny. In my early twenties, I was in a dodgeball. Like I thought I was the only one. But is there anything better when you're the last person and there's like six people on the other side and you can like kind of pick them off one by one? It's maybe the best oh, feeling like in, movie. in athletics. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. awesome. I, I love it. I'm actually. I'm not going to get into the details here, but as soon as this coronavirus bullshit is all you know wrapped up and and people quit playing this game, I'm going to be hosting a dodgeball tournament, you know, and, and it's going to have some serious cash prize money, like $20,000. So yeah, that that's coming up. Shit. Yeah. That's sick. Where's it going to be down at Virginia beach? Yeah, it'll be in Virginia beach. Awesome. 20 K. I don't know if Rob what? can still throw, but my, my arm's feeling great, Nick. Oh, I've, I'm already <laughs> thinking about how I can make this happen. I'm Same. up in Delaware. I'm like, all right, well, that's a three hour trip. I mean, I have no doubt that, that people are going to, you know, try to come from wherever. I mean, it's going to be a fun event. And like I said, we're, you know, we're, we're giving out $20,000 for prize money. So it, it's not, it's not something to kind of just laugh at or whatever. You know what I mean? Oh, it's legit. That's yeah. awesome. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to get us through the SEAL teams and then we're going to spend the majority of this time MMA because I think we're all interested in that. So you're, you're, you're through buds. You're at the teams. I think you're East Coast, right? Yep. 
Yeah. yeah how yeah. how was that? Yeah. Uh, tie that to fitness for people. Like, what's your workout routines looking like? Obviously, I know there's there's you know group performance training and all that, but like on deployment, are you getting it in? How much did that really matter in your day to day life? Oh, man, again. To me, fitness was not a big part of my life at all until until I started getting competitive in martial arts. And I, you know, to be honest, I just felt like after Buds and once we got to the SEAL team, it it wasn't really there wasn't really a whole lot of real hard physical endeavors or or whatever you want to call it, you know, and we had like our command PT every once in a while and we would yeah, do monster matches every once in a while, but it was all, you know, on your own working out. So guys did whatever they wanted to. And, you know, I didn't want to work out. So I didn't really, I didn't work out unless I had to, you know, unless it was like a group thing or whatever. And yeah, like I said, it, it and, and on deployment, same thing, you know, we, we could work out if, you know, we wanted to, and, and a lot of guys, you know, loved working out and, and spent tons of time in the gym working out and everything, but I, I could do everything I wanted to do just, you know, naturally and without really trying. So, you know, it wasn't like I was, I was being slowed down or held up or, you know, holding, holding people back. Like I could keep up with everybody. I could, you know what I mean? So, and yeah. I carried the 48. So I had, I was, you know, I had all the, yeah, that's the heavy one. I was the big dumb animal. Right. <laughs> so, right, you know, yeah. they just, I just I didn't was, know if you had a hard ass LT that made you, you know, do this or that. But like you said, it, for I, the I most was part, a knuckle dragger, man. And, and like, I, I always just, I, I was the furthest thing from a pussy that, you know, I, and I, I always, you know, even in the SEAL team throughout the whole, my whole SEAL team career, I, I thought that we should do hell week once a year, you know, just to, I bet you a lot of the guys didn't agree with you just to, no, no, definitely <laughs> not. But, you know, just to keep people hard, you know, like, it's like you go through something fucking hard one time and that's not going to you know, a lot of people just hang on to that. Like it's gonna, like, they're always just going to be hard or tough. And, but if you don't do anything like, you know, hard or tough or push yourself, like you're not, you're going to lose that. Yeah. I totally agree. To me, working out like was just kind of boring. Yeah. So I want to go off that real quick. Cause we have listeners out there, you know, most of the people are pretty, pretty big gymnasts, but let's go for the, the common man. Like you're somebody who's just trying to get in better shape. You're trying to kind of better yourself and just, you know, be in better health for your family and whatnot. It seems like there's an opportunity here for you to give some sage advice for, for that type of person that it seems like there, you might be a better conduit to fitness because you aren't like so crazy about it to get that common man. in, like, what would be some of your advice to somebody who's not crazy about it? Like us or besides don't be a pussy, which is great advice. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I mean, like for me, I, I like to have something that I'm doing, you know, I, I, I'm not the type that, that just follows a program and, you know, okay, do three sets of blank, whatever. I prefer to have something that I'm involved with that's competitive. That's, you know, like for me, jujitsu is one, it's a great workout that I don't even feel like I'm working out. It, it's, I'm in a competition against somebody, you know, and, and it's, it requires your entire body and, 
you know, to put out. And if you slack or whatever, like then they can overpower you or, you know what I mean? So to me, like, or like playing basketball, like, you know, I like to play like, like full court, you know, five on five basketball or one-on-one or anything competitive, like a game or, you know what I mean? Like the, any, any, any kind of game for me, that, that is, it's still physical. It's still active. You know what I mean? You're, you're burning calories, you're working out, but, but you're not just, you know, in the gym, pick this up, put it down. That, that to me is just boring. It's for it's boring enough. The person, I think that you hit on the biggest thing, right? If, if it's not fun, they're just going to quit. It's going to be, yeah, there's no point. Yeah, and then also like, I have a, a big variety of different things that I, that I do you know, because if I, if I don't feel like working out, like if I don't feel like lifting weights, then, I, you know, then I see what my other options are. Like maybe I don't feel like lifting weights, but swimming sounds fun. So I'll go to the pool and swim or, you know, maybe, maybe I do want to lift that day. So I'll go lift and whatever you're like, whenever you're enthusiastic about what you're doing, it's obviously going to be more enjoyable. And, you know, it's like, I'm sure you guys know, since you work out a lot, like when you're in the gym and you just really don't want to fucking be there and you're having these, you know, the weights just seem heavier when you're dragging ass. And then other days when you're fired up, those weights, same weights, you're just throwing them around, you know? And that's again, why like comes back to mindset is everything. So I like to have options, you know, I, I do Bikram yoga. I do, you know, swimming. I, you know, if I, maybe I want to go for a run, maybe I want to lift, maybe I want to do jujitsu or Muay Thai or boxing, you know what I mean? Like, or wrestling. So I have a big menu to choose from, you know, and kind of just whatever sounds the best. I, I pretty much do that way. I'm at least more enthusiastic about what I'm doing and I give more effort. Perfect. And the wrestling piece, we talked about it last episode, but there's really no better workout on earth than that, in my opinion. But it's hard to find, you know, other psychopaths at 33 years old that want to go wrestle around. My kid's not old enough to go to a wrestling room, so I'm just hanging out. All right. So you're at the teams now, then you're getting out. Why Why are you transitioning out of the Navy? I know you're, you've been out a couple of years now, but why'd you decide to leave? Was it to pursue the MMA full time? Honestly, I just felt like I felt like the SEAL teams were, you know, I had kind of been on, you know, on this mountain for a while. And and I, I was just interested in a lot of other things besides being a Navy SEAL like that. That is just one chapter. That's just one dimension of me. You know, I had a lot of other interests. And like I said, I, I think I was different than a lot of Navy SEALs because a lot of Navy SEALs wanted to be Navy SEALs their whole lives, you know? So this was like it for them. And this was like, this is what they set out to do. This is what they wanted to do. They're doing it. They love being a SEAL. They, you know, and that's all they've ever wanted to be or whatever, you know? And, and to me, like I said, I just, I just signed up and did it because I was bored and, you know, I had been a SEAL for 10 years. I, deployed, you know, several times. I, you know, I, it just, I was like, okay, I've, you know, I, I get it. I, this is cool, but you know, there's other things in life that are cool too. And that I want to pursue and that are interesting. And, and 
it just seemed kind of narrow. Yeah. And so many people, man, in that, in that line of work, I, same with the boat teams, like there's, there's the group that defines themselves as their job first. Exactly, <laughs> and then yeah. there's like the others and there, there's a clear dichotomy between, and I was always the guy I'm doing this for six years and I'm rolling. I wasn't checking a box, but I was, I wanted to do it. I did it. I was happy. I'm out. And it was yeah, never and even I, a thought. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but there are guys that take that offensively. I think, I know. especially, so you know, in the SEAL teams, like, you know, and I, I don't, I don't know if they take it offensively because it's like a, maybe a jealousy thing. Like you, you become more than a SEAL when you are a SEAL for 10 years and then you go do something else and become whatever successful in that. And I don't know if like some of them feel like that diminishes or takes away from their, you know, success or, or takes away from their, their accomplishment. I, I don't know. I don't get it. You know, cause I, I definitely did not let it define me. There are guys out there that do. And then other guys, you know, they, they're cool with it and they're just like, yeah, they're happy with it. And they, they don't let other people, what they do affect them. And, you know, they love what they do. And, and that's awesome because, you know, the SEAL teams need guys that are totally dedicated and, you know, all about being a SEAL and that's all they want to do. Like the SEAL teams will be better having those guys in it. You know what I mean? And so I, I don't, I don't dis, I don't, I don't, I'm not knocking those dudes at all that are like that, but yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with dudes that just come in and, and do it for, you know, six, 10, 12 years or whatever, and then decide they want to go do something else. I mean, even like in my case, uh, if I was, you know, stayed in 20 years and got out, I would still be 38 years old. Like, you know, you're still, you're still. If you know me, you know, I'm always on the run up early and home late. So having a three hour morning routine isn't really in the cards for me. What is in the cards is AG1. It's a fast way to get vitamins and minerals I need to perform. I first gave AG1 a try because it was, I wanted a single solution that helps support my entire body by filling in nutrient gaps and simplifying my morning routine. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've always felt strong and energized and ready to attack the day. Not only does AG1 deliver my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre- and probiotics, and more, it's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. It's one scoop mixed in water once a day and every day. I know that AG1 is giving my body high-quality nutrition. Every batch of AG1 goes through a rigorous testing process so you know that it's safe. And AG1 ingredients are sourced for absorption, potency, and nutrition density. AG1 is a supplement that I trust to provide the support my body needs daily, and that's why I'm excited to welcome them as a new partner. Here is your chance to start every day this season with a gift to yourself. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash provengrit. That's drinkag1.com slash provengrit. Check it out young man, you still have your whole life ahead of you to go do something else. And, you know, you can only ride that train for so long before they say, all right, man, get the fuck off. (laughs) You know, like, and that, and the, the, the whole, you know, fallacy of like the, the brotherhood and is not gonna, they're not gonna like 
wait for you or, you know, mourn, mourn when you're gone, like that, that machine just keeps going, you know, it just, it just replaces you with the next body and that machine just keeps going. So I think, you know, a lot of dudes struggle with that identity of being a seal when they get out and they're no longer a seal. And it's like, you're the artist formerly known as Navy SEAL. Perfect. Perfect. Mitch, so did you have a martial arts background before you went to Buzz or did you get exposed like in combatives in the teams? Where where did MMA start for you? I actually never did martial arts growing up. I honestly just got in a shitload of fights growing up. I was very aggressive. I was very protective of my brother. And my both of my parents were very aggressive people and encouraged, you know, me to be aggressive and protective of my brother because growing up he was a year younger than me and he was he was fat growing up and you know kind of like more the video game type and not not very athletic you know and and I was like the all-star athlete and you know so they told me you know he's he's probably going to get picked on or whatever and you know and if he does you know we want you to fucking attack whoever it is, beat their ass right then and there, make a statement that no one messes with your brother, you know, or they're going to have to deal with you. And, you know, I took that to heart and I, I did, I didn't hesitate at all in school growing up to whoop people's ass. And, and I did it all the time. And I, I, so I grew up fighting and I just became very protective in, you know, instinctually. And, and that kind of, carried over into the SEAL teams and, you know, with these are my brothers now, you know, we'd go out to bars and you guys, you know how it is. And I'm sure it happens in the boat teams too, you know, go out to bars and, and a bunch of, you know, good looking dudes all with, you know, out of the bar tattoos and in shape and, you know, alpha males and you're in these towns and, and, and dudes don't like that. And, you know, want to, and especially when alcohol is involved, you know, people want to go, puff their chest up or whatever. So, you know, and, and I, I just, from growing up the way I did, I, I never hesitated. You know, I, I certainly have never shied away from confrontation and, and, and I love violence, like, you know, more than sex probably, <laughs> you know? So I was in fights all the time. Again, no martial arts background, just, just very aggressive and violent. I've been in a lot of fights before I ever stepped foot in the cage. What the, how's your brother doing now? And do you guys talk about you beating the shit out of people? <laughs> yeah. I'm just no, kind of curious about that relationship. I have a brother too. He's like my no, best friend. We're, yeah. we're, we're super close. You know, he, he knows uh, he saw me beat the shit out of people my whole life, you know, our whole life. And he, you know, but I saw that it was kind of getting, you know, in high school, I was like, all right, man, like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be able to fight your battles for your whole life. You know, like you're going to have to, learn to fight. You're going to have to learn to get mean, you know, because like he, he wasn't aggressive and he wasn't, you know, a fighter, this and that. I mean, I was ultra aggressive and like, you know, and I was like, Mark, you need to not be a fucking pussy, man. And like, you need to hit these people. You need to throw the first punch. You need to attack them, you know? And he didn't want to like punch people and shit. And so I, one day I literally, I tackled him down and got him full mount. And I was like, I'm just going to punch you until you punch me back. And I did. And, 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 you know, he finally hit me back and, you know, and I would constantly 
teach him, you know, to be aggressive and at, after that. And, and then he started, you know, fighting his own battles. And then, you know, my brother's not a small dude. He ended up, you know, once he kind of got that maybe fear of doing it, or I, I don't know, like he, he learned and, you know, and, and then obviously the, just dealing with me growing up as an older brother too, you know, it's, it's not like it's his first rodeo. So, and now, you know, since, since we've become adults, he actually lost like 110 pounds using my Smashing Greens product. And then after that, he, he did my, our friend Jeff Nichols hypertrophy program and, you know, got all of a sudden got like real motivated and lost all that weight and put a bunch of muscle on. And, and, you know, now he's got a solid mindset and, you know, big, strong dude. And, you know, he doesn't take shit from anybody. So, hey, yeah. so real quick, we'll get back to the MMA. Let's you you brought up the Smashing Greens. I know that kind of took off on social. Yeah, explain to people what that is. Pretty cool product, and I I think you sell out of it all the time. So, tell our listeners what that is and how to use it. The Smashing Greens is a it's our main product that I sell at my company, which kind of you know again kind of like my SEAL teams and like everything else. I you know. I didn't intend on creating a supplement company, but I put together this product that's called the Smashing Greens, and it, my my followers ended up naming it that. But it's a basically a blend of a bunch of different organic superfoods like powders, and I mixed like seven different products into one, and just removed all the fillers and everything. And it's USDA certified organic, so it, it's this blend of superfoods that. I use as like a fasting, I do fasting with it. So I'll, I'll like not eat any food for 10 days and just drink these greens, these like super jam packed loaded greens with, you know, all the micronutrients and everything. I, I ended up, I watched this documentary called fat, sick and nearly dead. This dude had, had done juice fasting for like 60 days where he didn't eat any food. He just drank fresh green vegetable juice and he ended up losing, you know, like a hundred pounds. And he had like this skin disease that like totally went away. His, his cholesterol and blood work was like amazing afterwards. And like his doctors were like blown away and he basically changed his life. He was like obese and like sick. And then after two months, he like was a completely different person. And, you know, the documentary explained all the benefits of that of fasting and micronutrients and, you know, and, and so I started doing research on all these different superfoods and, you know, and I was like, man, this is pretty cool stuff. You know, I want to try it. So I ended up getting a juicer and making all these, these juices, but it was a pain in the ass making all these vegetable juices. Cause I was like buying like $30 worth of vegetables every day in order to make enough juice to not be starving. And I had to clean the damn juicer like four times a day. And my house smelled like I was carving pumpkins all day. And I was like, man, there's gotta be a better way. And ended up going to a juice bar and I was like, Oh sweet. You know, so had, had the juice bar and was just, just paying for them like that. They, and then they ended up going out of business for some reason or whatever. And, and I was back to square one and then I was in a vitamin shop and I saw organic wheatgrass in like a powdered version. And I was like, Oh sweet. Like that's, that's way easier. And then I, you know, I had already done like my research on these different superfoods and what I wanted for my, you know, own personal 
benefits. And so I just got like seven different products and mixed them into one and, you know, and then made this disgusting concoction and started drinking those and fasting with it. And I, you know, it worked so well, like I had so much energy and, you know, I'm not taking in hardly any calories. There are only 60 calories a serving. You know, I had all this energy and I didn't feel hungry at all. And I was able to train and stuff like that while I was fasting. So I started, I used it to cut weight for my fights. And, you know, when I first started fighting, I was fighting at 205. I was definitely like kind of heavier and chubby because I, and I didn't really even think I was all that chubby, you know, cause I was a Navy SEAL and I could do everything. Like I said, I could do everything and keep up with everybody, but I was, I, I was drinking a lot. You know, I didn't give a shit about my diet. I didn't give a shit about anything like fitness wise. I, I, because I could just, I was good enough to keep up with everyone. So I was like, whatever, I don't have to do, you know, anything. I didn't really care. But when I started competing in martial arts, then I was like, you know, I did my first fight at 205. And once I started using these greens, I, I was like, oh man, I can drop weight pretty easily. And I was like, well, maybe I could cut to 185 for my next fight. And I was just thinking like, man, if I got down to 185, I could just blast these little guys' faces off. <laughs> so then I started doing that and, I, you know, I cut down to 185. And then, then I really like kind of was like, oh, wow man, I was kind of chubby, you know? And I was like, you know, I could probably, I could probably even get down lower, you know, if I really got committed to it. And so then I started doing that, ended up cutting down to 170. And then obviously, you know, I was working out because I was like, well, shit, I'm like losing weight and I'm going down to these, these smaller weight classes and, uh, you know, and I'm not even like working out. So if I worked out, got like strong too, then I could really just beat the shit out of these people. So then I just started doing both and like got, and then once I kind of, you know, was like, Oh, I had that like, aha, like, yeah, this is a good thing. You know, so that was more, had more of a purpose for me, you know, then I started enjoying it a little bit more. And, and it hurt less when you got hit probably. As my guess, fighting those guys, not only was it nice hitting the smaller guys, but not getting hit as hard. What were you weighing? Honestly, I, I really didn't like, I've only, you know, I've only lost two fights ever. So, and one of them, I, I, I just fought the guy and, and knocked him out. I'm going to fight the other one again. So <laughs> I've, I've been pretty lucky with my fighting, I guess. Oh no. Yeah. No doubt about it. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm assuming you're getting down to 170 and you're probably walking in the octagon at what? 195 200 yeah 200 yeah so i'm 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 betting they're probably not cutting as severely or as effectively yeah and that and that was like you know and then once once i you know got this all down to like kind of uh you know a science my own science i was like man this is like so easy i can i can fast and still train and not feel hungry at all and lose all this weight and have all this energy you know what I mean? It was like a little hack. Yeah, that's really cool. And that's what, from what I can tell, that's what people are doing online. They're doing it and they're kind of doing it as a, not only to get themselves thinner in well, 10 I mean, days. Yeah, like it went, I, I just, I, and like I said, I never intended on making it like for anyone else but me. I made this for this for me. And my brother, like I said, my brother used it, lost 110 pounds. Like 
one, you know, we've had a ton of people that have lost serious weight with it. And, you know, and like I said, like I, I made it for me, I didn't make it for anyone else, but people started, you know, at, at first I just put out all the ingredients and, you know, like, Hey, go out and buy these seven or eight different products and mix them all together. And, you know, and I didn't, I didn't have any association with these companies. I didn't, I wasn't getting paid for it. Like this was not my product or anything. It was just something that I did and I shared it with people. And it was annoying as shit, to be honest, because I was just getting bombarded with questions. And, you know, and I had no idea that so many people would be interested in it. But, you know, again, you know, I didn't, I guess I didn't like think like, oh yeah, it's weight loss. Like people are, people like weight loss, you know? So, I was getting tons of questions about them and, and I, and I really try to answer all, all the questions I get and everything, because, you know, I I do think it's important that people want to lose weight and get healthier and stuff like that, especially seeing my brother struggle my whole life, you know, with, with weight and everything. And, and I was just like, okay, if, if, if it's helping people, then I don't mind answering these questions, but it is kind of annoying or whatever. So then that kind of led me to, you know what, fuck it. I'll just make my own product, you know, that way it's all in one and I can kind of just write out a prescription or like a, you know, this is how you do it. Like a, that way I don't have to answer so many questions. And then yeah, it just took off, you know, once we launched as a product and now, I mean, now it's like, this is my job. You know, I own a, a big company, a supplement, co- it's turned into a big supplement company. And, you know, I had no intentions of that. But once, once I realized like, okay, well, I guess this is what I'm doing now. So then I just did it as best I could, you know, and I've been taking it really serious since I decided like, okay, well, I'm going to have a good company now. So, you know, and then obviously my background in the SEAL teams, you know, just being around all these individuals and in the SEAL teams where excellence is the only acceptable standard, you know, that's, and that's what I've been in since I was right out of high school. So that's, that's all I really know. So that's how I run my company. And, you know, we just, I, I feel like Captain Obvious because I'm just like, I just, you know, try to put out the best products with the best ingredients and, you know, and I look at companies that I want to emulate, you know, like Chick-fil-A has the best customer service in my opinion. So I want to be like them with their customer service. And Amazon Prime is like kind of the standard for fast shipping. So I want to, I want to be faster than Amazon Prime. It's like, maybe it's my competitiveness, you know, like, you know, and like, Rolls Royce says like everyone knows it's like quality or Rolex, you know? So it's like, well, well, we might as well make all of our products like real good quality and not skimp on anything. And so I, like I said, I feel like I'm captain obvious, like just doing the right thing. And, you know, it's worked out like crazy. You know, we don't even spend money on advertising at all. And we've, we've grown just enormously just from word of mouth. And our customers are super appreciative and they're super loyal and they're all like super satisfied with the products. So it's pretty nice. Now, Mitch, you said you do a 10 day fast. I'm sure at this point, like you've, I'm sure you got your, your don't be a 
pussy mindset about it. So it's nothing to you, but like, what's that like first time going through a 10 day fast? Like how long does it take you get past that? until just like ridiculous hunger. You don't, well, that's the thing. You don't have the ridiculous hunger at all, you know? And, and the way I kind of like the way I, I understand it is food is like a delivery of nutrients. That's what food, that's what food is, you know, that's its purpose. And you know, it's, it's kind of like when you, your body gets thirsty and why? Because it wants water. It needs water. So your body gets thirsty. And when you drink water, that thirst that, you know, is quenched and you, you no longer have that, that feeling for that desire for water or that want for it. And like with these greens, they're just, they're so jam packed and that's the other thing, like there is no other greens product on the market that is even close to the density of the amount of, of shit that I put into these greens because, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't, I've never been a, and my, my goal was not to skimp and get it, see what I can get away with and just make as much money as possible. I didn't give a shit about that. I didn't care what it cost to make. I was just like, yeah, just, I want it to be really good. So it's, it's literally like five times more dense than anything on the market. And maybe that's why they work so well, but you know, you're getting so much more nutrients in one of these drinks than you would in your typical daily diet. So like, I would imagine that's why you're not feeling that hunger pain. You know, you're not, you're not like, Oh man, I haven't eaten in three days. Like I'm starving. You don't get that at all. It's all mental. It's all like it really exposes, it wakes you up to how much our world revolves around food. And like, and you know, as much fasting as I've done, I've realized that like we don't need that much food. And like we literally just use food as a drug and every person is addicted to it. You know, like most people wake up, they have breakfast. Then they have, you know, a little snack at work and they can't wait for lunch. And then, you know, you go to lunch with your friends or whatever. And it's all around socialization too. Like, it's just like dopamine. It's like a drug. Like you get a little dopamine hit when you, when you take a bite of that donut or eat a little snack or whatever, you know, and then you, you get, you get done with lunch and then what's next dinner, you know? Okay, cool. What's for dinner? Go to, go to dinner, have dinner you know, and then maybe you go out with your friends for drinks. And, you know, it's it's, like I said, every, everything we do is revolved around food, every bit of like socialization and, you know, all this stuff like there's, and it's, and it's also a form of pleasure too. Like there's only a handful of things that give you like physical pleasure in life, you know, and food's one of them, you know, people eat their feelings, they eat for comfort, they eat out of boredom, And the fast really just exposes that. And it shows you like, you know, and you never have seen so many restaurants and commercials for food and, you know, and everything. It just wakes you up to like, wow, we are just, our world revolves around food. We're, we're smart enough. We're smart enough to have manipulated, like human beings weren't meant to just effortlessly gorge on food all day. Like we're hunters and gatherers, like you're supposed to go out and find food and, you know, and you're expending energy as you're looking for your next meal or whatever. But, but we've, we've evolved past that and we're smart enough to where, you know, especially here in America, 
we we're we've got food for days you know what i mean yeah we got food for days and, and it is like it's almost a religion at this point you know people overeating and eating like complete shit and it seems like the, the smash and greens products are great way to combat that. I, I had a question for the Smashing Greens. This sounds like something I've heard some of your competitors advertise. For someone like me who, you know, just trying to hit my macros, but I could probably use some more micronutrients and, and you know, I love vegetables, but like you said, sometimes, you know, you get to the store and you, you have a little gap in the days. Can it be used as a supplement for just those people who want to get a little bit of extra vegetables or greens in their diet? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. You know, and, and, and I don't, I don't, I don't tell people that you know, they should just fast all the time or whatever. I use them regardless if I'm fasting or not. I always have my greens every single day, first thing in the morning, you know, just to get all of those micronutrients in and everything and all the benefits of the, you know, organic and and everything in it is USDA certified organic. So, you know, the number one ingredient is organic wheatgrass, you know, which is like the powerhouse of superfoods, you know, and and maca and spirulina and chlorella, you know, beet juice, alfalfa, spinach, broccoli, you know what I mean? Like all the, all these different superfoods have, have their own benefits to them. So I, I use it every single day, regardless if I'm fasting or not, but that because they work so well as you can use them as a meal replacement, you know? So I typically, and, and, and I also do intermittent fasting. So I just use these as like an intermittent fasting thing. I typically have two greens every day, like for breakfast and lunch, and then just have a healthy dinner. So it cuts calories so much. Like, you know, I, I think your, your typical average lunch, I would say is probably around 1200 to 1500 calories you know, give or take that, that's probably what mine is. You know, if I do eat lunch, you know, I, would you guys agree with that or? Yeah. Yeah. Typically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, okay. So if you think about if you just replaced, you know, your lunch with, with the, with a green shake, the greens have 60 calories in them. The, like your average lunch will say 1500 calories. So 10 days of doing that, that's 15,000 calories. If you had lunch, that's 600 calories if you had replaced just one a day, one meal a day with the greens. So right there, that's a huge, that's a huge difference in caloric intake. And now you times that by three and you do it all month, you know, that's 45,000 calories versus 1800, you know, and as, as long as you're active and moving around doing shit, I mean, you, you are going to burn those calories and lose weight like that's that's basic science like how you lose weight caloric deficit you know you burn more than you take in exactly and guess what then you can have a little bit more freedom on that dinner you know yeah and and totally and you know and and i use it like it's like a cheat code you know it's like if i know that i'm gonna I've got some event coming up this weekend and I'm going to eat like shit or whatever, or if, if I want to, you know, because food is, food is an enjoyable thing. You know what I mean? Like I'm not against food and, and yeah, Chick-fil-A always sounds good. You know, <laughs> like pizza's always going to sound good. It, it, you know what I mean? So if there's times where I know that I want something like that, you know, maybe I'll fast for, for two days before and, and have that meal guilt-free. 
You know what I mean? So that, that's kind of just how I, I look at it. And a lot of people do it like that. And, you know, and, and you can absolutely use these like in a healthy fashion and in a healthy diet, you know, you don't have to always fast with them. So yeah, you can definitely use them as a daily supplement or you can use them as a meal replacement or you can use them as a fasting routine. And, you know, we do other things like for people who are really like overweight and are serious about weight loss. I mean, these things work and they help people lose serious weight. And, you know, and I tell people, you get what you give. So how, you know, how, how serious are you about it? Like if you want to fucking fast for 30 days straight, you can, my brother did that. It's the longest. Yeah, I've, I've been saying that for a while, degrees, but he did. And he called it the March meltdown. And, and he did the entire month of March with the smashing greens. We do a different version of it. We do five days. And one of the guy, one of the kids who works for me, he's lost 80 pounds using the greens and he did five days on two days off. So he did Monday through Friday fasting with the greens and then he ate clean on the weekends. And then he did Monday through Friday fasting with the greens and he lost 80 pounds in less than three months. You know, another, another one of my friends who used to like help me out with, with demos and stuff like that. He lost 130 pounds in like six months and he was doing six days on one day off, you know? So, so it's, it's to each their own, you know, they're a tool so you can use them however works best for you. Yeah. Awesome. And where can people find them? You can get them at massivesupplements.com, M-A-S-F supplements.com. So M as in Mitch, Aguiar, Smash and Frog. That's what Massive stands for. So M-A-S-F supplements.com. Cool. And then a couple more quick things before we wrap up. When's your next fight and how can people watch that? To be honest, I, I don't know when my next fight is just because of the, all the coronavirus nonsense going yeah, on. True. You know, no promotions are even even talking about hosting any events until that until we're allowed to have a crowd. Because Dude, you got to you know, get on you got to get on Dana White's radar so you can go to Fight Island because that's <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I, I've I've been out and trained at the big at the big gyms. You know, Black House and and Team Alpha Male, and, and you know, I, I've been to these big, big gyms with with UFC fighters. I've trained with UFC fighters quite a bit, you know. And to fight in the UFC, you kind of you got it. That's the highest level, you know. You you have to kind of be all in, you know. And 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 I could fight at that level. I I, I have no doubt. But I also, you know, I, I enjoy my life. I like doing you know a bunch of different things i'm involved in a bunch of different things in a bunch of different areas and you know running my company and everything like that and you know i still fight and i still train and it's fun to me but fight i've always just fought for fun you know i never intended on even making fighting a career or anything i just did it in the seal teams on the weekends because it was a way i could fight without going to jail you know i ended up becoming ranked number 1 on the east coast in two different weight classes and, you know, was a 10 time champion. So, you know, that's, that's how the, the fighting career kind of even got brought up was like, Oh, well, I guess I could do this. I don't know. But I, I never wanted to do it as a job. I just, I just enjoyed it. Cool, man. Well, we appreciate the time before we, we dip out tonight, we go around the room and we add songs to the workout playlist that you will not be listening to because you don't like working out. 
but you have <laughs> the honors with, with <laughs> you have the honors one you can either make it like your go-to pr song from back in the day or just one song to throw on a gym playlist that you're into right now oh man one song i'm into right now that i listen to when i work out um, i just pulled up my spotify mm. this has been a tough question for people recently yeah. dan give us one while he's while he's looking I'm going to go with one that I stole from Mitch's Instagram as I was cruising through it because uh, it reminded me of a great song, Grinding All My Life by Nipsey Hussle. It's one of my favorite Nipsey Hussle yeah, songs. Yeah, that's, that's definitely one of my one of my go-tos. And also, a uh, correction from last week, I'm removing two of the three songs that I put on Gym Hitters. It was a disgrace, <laughs> disgraceful edition. I remember you guys hate the 1980s. Yo, Mitch, these guys are fucking killing me here. Like, they, I get roasted. I get death threats when I put bad songs on there. I think they're good songs, but they, they're they're all haters. They can all suck. <laughs> well, the Bruh. the number Good. the number one song just right at the top of my Spotify that I, I downloaded to work out to or whatever. It's a throwback. It's "Shorty Want to Ride" by Young Buck. Yeah, "Shorty Want to Ride" by Young Buck. Let's go! Yeah. God damn, <laughs> I didn't expect Young Buck to make a make an appearance today, but I'm down for it. Yeah, Bruh, what do you a- got? He doesn't have many hits out there, but but that one that one that one hits. That'll do it. Yeah, I got uh, I got Queens in the Stone Age again. I know I throw them out there a lot, but Dan's throwing out Post Malone. I think like uh, eight times. So I'm going with the way you used to do. The song is like a nine point oh man. I can't stop playing it. The way you used to do, and then I'm gonna throw out Thursday signals over the air. Great song back from like 2003. Lastly, Mitch Book of the Week. We always let the guests go. Do you have a book that you recommend for the listeners to listen to or read? <laughs> I swear to God, man, I'm your worst guest ever. It's all right. A lot of people don't read. Believe yeah, me. Yeah, man. I, I literally have only read like two books in my entire life. I, I don't fucking read. You've got four words for them, and it's don't be a pussy. I think we've gotten that well documented. Dan or Rob, do you guys have a book this week or no? No, I, th- I think it's appropriate going without a book this week with our with our guest. Perfect. Here. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I, I, I think it. I think if everyone just had a piece of paper and said "Don't be a pussy," they 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 would be better off. So fuck it, let's ride with that. Yeah, and what we'll do, Mitch, we'll post this, and anyone that wants to send pictures of us to their to their Instagram with just a, a sign over their chest with "Don't be a pussy." I actually uh, that's one of the shirts we'll we sell on the website. So, well, there you go. Even better. Every single order that goes out from my company, there's a hand signed thank you card, and at the very bottom it says, "P.S. Don't be a pussy." <laughs> Perfect, <Beautiful. laughs> right on brand, bro. Well, thanks so much for joining us, man. Good luck uh, as the fighting continues. We'll be checking in with you, and we'll post this tomorrow. Tag you, and hopefully you're yeah. You're I'll give it a share. Listen, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give it a share, and uh, thanks for having me on again. I'm sorry that uh, I'm probably your worst guest you've ever had. I apologize in advance. No, this has been a blast. No, man. it's been awesome, man. And it's a different perspective and varieties of spice of life. And I couldn't thank you more for the time and your graciousness with your time. So really appreciate it, Mitch. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Mitch. Better.